1: Welcome to a brand new episode of Harley Kayfabe, your home for pro wrestling talk every week, right here on the BICBP radio network. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, alongside in studio today with Mr. Christopher Chavez. If
0: you're some man... La 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 remember when he said <laughs> that shit. I was like, man, that dude's got a good tongue game. Because he used to... <laughs> <laughs>
1: He used to do it. I can learn something here. No, like like it was
0: normal at first, but then as it went on and on, and he got more and more into that gimmick, it just got more ridiculous. It got as 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 much as as ridiculous as his like overselling the stunner. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it got crazier and crazier. I, it's so weird to think. You know, the Rock used to be a
1: like. Week-to-week yeah. phenomenon yeah. in pro wrestling yeah. and how far we've come along. Now he's making movies every other week. And
0: Is there anybody who has that charisma like he used to, who, who does that right now? Is anybody come to mind at all? I can't think of anybody, <sighs> Off dude. Off no, I really can't. Man, there's no new rock yet. No, I. you know what? I think Batista yeah.
1: perhaps might be one. He's, which is weird for me to say because I didn't think he was all that great of a pro wrestler, but I think he's a phenomenal movie actor. Um, Obviously, he made a lot of money, and that's kind of the the milestones as as in wrestling.
0: But, uh, you know, to be able to... I don't know. I I really... I I mean, they're trying, right? They have all those, like... B movies, the the Marine movies. The Marine 12. You know what I mean? So they're all trying. They're all trying to follow in the Rock's footsteps. No one's there yet. No, no not quite. Yet.
1: I mean, the, maybe it, it, as far as a wrestler goes, maybe The Miz...
0: Yeah, he's coming close. He's trying, like he, I said. He's
1: trying. He, he'll never be The Rock. He'll be his own thing. He's got
0: his own reality show, though, so that's that, that a That is a thing. plus. And people, my, my wife actually enjoys it. She oh, really? She doesn't watch wrestling. Is that code for you enjoy watching it? <laughs> a little bit. I
1: watched him get inside this little thing in his pool, and I was like, "That is." The, and he didn't. Like, they did a fancy football draft episode. I'm like, this is great television.
0: The only the, the only one I saw, it wasn't even the show. It was the commercial for it. Uh, it was the scene with him and his dad in the car, and something happened to cake. Some cake flipped <laughs> yeah. over or something <laughs> but now so, every time i see his dad dude i think of oh god just put up the dukes that just that <laughs> image of him it is the great i have photoshopped that on many a, <laughs> many a thing
1: that is for sure um wow yeah well, i mean this is today well time recording this is the 28th of december yes and this is pretty much our year end episode yeah in 2019 was a wild year for many good reasons a lot and of many bad, yeah. a lot of bad reasons as well. A lot I mean, happened. It kind of comes with the territory, I guess, of pro wrestling. Yeah. Which, you know, it's I, I've grown accustomed to. Yeah. It makes you appreciate the good, uh, without a doubt. We have seen new promotions, yep. new stars. Yep. Same storylines. <laughs> the fall of some stars. Yeah. We've seen some, some fall from grace. Yeah. No, without a doubt. it's It's been a, I mean, crazy... Crazy year of pro wrestling. But I think nonetheless still the best time to be a pro wrestling fan, regardless oh. the access it you know that you have to so much content is unbelievable. It really is.
0: It really is. It is I mean, I feel like because of the internet and because of streaming services um the amount of, of of wrestling to consume is is staggering it's hard to even stay on top of a lot of it yeah uh, there's constantly new names i'm hearing where i'm like who and people are like how have you not heard this person i'm like oh are you kidding <laughs> are you kidding <laughs> <laughs> the amount of stuff out there, because uh, like like uh, for instance, Danhausen, this guy. Yeah, uh, I'm I, like, what is his deal? But everyone's like, you don't know about Danhausen. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: No, but he is coming to ESW on January 25th, so that's cool.
0: Yeah, I've seen some of his stuff on, on, online so far. I was, I like it. I like the gimmick. It's pretty cool. Um, uh, but that's my point. There's so much out there. It's such a good time to be a fan. Uh, but it's also a good time to be someone in wrestling, working. Right, being a worker right now. It's it's almost like the balls in your court it 100% is you have so many options now where you want to sign
1: your life away at yeah. you know what works best for you and that's what like 10 years ago people were trying hard for yeah you know as somebody who was around wrestling 10 years ago as far as an indie you know wrestler uh everybody's end game was you know it was the wwe yeah. Or bust yeah that's where everybody wanted to go impact was you know still a destination for aspiring people but uh, from a financial perspective, the security just wasn't there. Right. And, you know, over the last five years, that has really changed. You can go anywhere and make a decent living doing pro wrestling. Some yep. of these guys, uh, it, I think most importantly, too, is being household names for a lot of these guys, being yeah. well-known. You know, long gone are the days where it's just The Rock, Kurt Angle, Stone Cold, Steve Austin right. because they're in WWE, or Hogan – Goldberg, Nash, Hall, right. Booker T, because you're in WCW. Now you can be a household pro wrestling name yeah. anywhere.
0: And, and not be on the E. You exactly. know what I mean? And that's, Joey Ryan, Danhausen, Dan a lot of these uh, wrestlers. MJF. You MJF. Know I mean? He's you probably know? the
1: biggest. I would honestly go out on a limb and say he's probably one of the biggest names of 2019.
0: He's got to be. Okay, that's right there. There's the charisma, the guy that, that could yeah, be taking that's, on that's, the helm of The Rock. Yeah. That's a great He's point. He's on a come up. Like he, this year, and that's to your, what you're saying uh, to your credit, to the point you're making is 2019 really was kind of like this switch, this change in professional wrestling as a whole. Like it's been building to it, but 2019 is where it happened. Everything it finally just happened. kind of exploded. We heard,
1: we heard rumors, we heard rumblings about what's to come. And, and now we, we have an alternative product, which yeah. is so, so important. I cannot stress that enough. Yeah. Um, because people don't like to see the same old stuff. People, or as far as wrestler perspective, they don't want to be away from their family three hundred days out of the year. Right. You know what I mean? They they want to be able to go come and go as they please. Like AEW and NWA Power. Yeah. Uh, AEW obviously is, I think I would say a step above as far as yeah. outreach. But, um, you know those places. You work for them once a week. They're not going crazy in the house shows yet. They do some now and then, but it's not like, okay, we got a raw taping and then we you have to wrestle in two towns. Yep, you know, and the next night and stuff like that. That's I mean that's exhausting on a wrestler, and I think that's been the best thing because you're seeing some of the best work out of a lot of people. I agree. And Get that creative freedom, which goes such a long way. And MJF was actually one of my – I know we're going to get into some pros and cons of uh, 2019. MJF was probably one of the biggest pros.
0: Yeah, we'll start it now. This yeah, is let's good. get right yeah. into
1: it. Uh, MJF was one of the biggest pros because of that uh, You know, respect. I, it has been a long time since I've seen a heel <laughs> – be a, a heel. A heel. 24-7. He yeah. lives it. WWE, you can you can say all this stuff, and then, oh, you got an autograph signing, and you got to kiss up to these fans. Yeah.
0: Or you have an Instagram account where you're a big fuzzy teddy bear. Yeah. And you're supposed to be like this, you know, <laughs> this brute in the ring that's just terrorizing everyone. But your Instagram account is you're married to one of the, you know, the overfaces. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. This was a lot of what's happened. You and can't, you can't blur those lines. Um, if you're going to have your account uh, and you want to take the job seriously, you got to go the route of MJF. you got to talk it's, about it's people's so, grandmothers. All the time.
1: Gotta, and dude, everyone's like, rough. oh, he crossed the line. And you know what? He, he's crossed the line and like, aggravated a lot of people, which oh, yeah. is funny. But oh, I think yeah. the best part is that a lot of people see
0: it what when, it, when he's intending. Yes. And he, they appreciate it. Yes. But there are the ones that don't understand either. Right. So uh, – a couple of years ago, Anthony, um, Johnny and I did an episode of our History Creeps show in which he talked about, um, back in the day, Bobby Heenan got so much heat. You know, people hated him from town to town in the territory days, so much so that a guy brought a gun to kill him Yeah, and shot at him. He literally did shoot at Bobby and missed, thank God, but it caused you know mayhem and all this. Na- <laughs> so now we've got MJF just destroying, destroying on Twitter. And people, like I saw a guy that said that he's going to be waiting for him in Jersey with his friends so that they yeah, could jump him. That. And he responds and said, buy a ticket, jump the rail. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, come on. That is so, so good. And, you know, he is, you know, everybody likes to say that Cody and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are at the forefront of this anti-WWE Ooh. movement, but I would very much argue that it's MJF. He has put AEW on the national spotlight, whether it's commercials. Like, I was watching TNT the other day, and an AEW commercial popped up, and MJF had the best part in it. It was, it was something about the holidays, and he was – something along the lines of, why do I got to do this? You know, <laughs> Christmas is Stewart, something like that. Yeah. Something along the lines of – I was like, this is good. Yeah. And then his it's just Twitter presence is amazing because Twitter is – one of the best platforms Yeah, you can reach, uh, anybody. You're not just, not it's not just wrestling fans that are seeing what you have to say. It's yeah. other people, yeah. you know, it's people from all different walks of life, whether they like pro wrestling or not, they're probably, you know, I'm sure a lot of pro wrestling haters, uh, were like, man, this MGF dude is pretty cool, <laughs> you know, yeah. and eating it up. So I think that's been one of the most positive things, positive aspects, which is Weird to say that MGF is a positive.
0: Uh, No, but you're broad spectrum. Yes, but. I think the he one of the positive yeah. everybody. <laughs> I think one of the positive things that AEW brought was that uh yeah, originally it was it was spearheaded by Cody, the Bucks, Kenny Omega, you know, um, who at the time was considered the greatest in the world, Kenny Omega. Everyone's looking at him as the best. So where was he gonna go when he left Japan? Yeah. Right. That was a big deal this year as well. Uh but what AEW also did was it became this kind of like, we're going to show you what wrestling should be right and they started going and hitting all these indie promotions and pulling a lot of this talent that needed that spotlight yeah and so because MJF is one of these guys that it, it was like I had never heard of him until just before his AEW debut when he was here wrestling he at ESW
1: yeah twice or three times to ESW and um, I was
0: I was like wow you know and it's great but then you see him explode on the scene. He takes advantage of of that spotlight, and now all these other acts are out there, like uh, you know Santana and Ortiz. Uh, those guys are great. Yeah. Um. You know the what is it, Jungle Boy and and Luchasaurus? Yeah. Like who in the? I never would. I never knew I needed a dinosaur that wrestled, bro. <laughs> never knew I needed a, a dinosaur gimmick. Dude, you, know? you are not kidding. And they it, make it work. It's not. It's not corny. Like. Like doink the clown. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it works in what they're doing. Um, but yeah, the AEW the, the this thing happening was probably one of the better things happening in 2019. Yeah. NWA Power bringing the studio wrestling back. That was that is
1: such a cool treat. I yeah, I once wrestled for a place that kind of aimed to do that up in Canada, and they did not do a good job executing <laughs> it at all. Um, they're like, yeah, we're supposed to be 80s. It was up at yeah, it was up in yeah. Toronto. Or Toronto, however you want to pronounce it. (laughs) Toronto. Toronto. I just say Toronto. Uh, (laughs) But they they tried and it didn't quite pan out the way. Like NWA Power, I mean, obviously it has the name NWA behind it. And they legit brought the, you know, those classic studios, like looks to it.
0: And like, do when I heard Billy Corgan, uh, uh, the 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 guy that's the guitarist singer for Smashing Pumpkins, bought the promotion, I just thought to myself, "What is this world coming to right now?" <laughs> because NWA used to have this prestige behind it, like you know what I mean. In the world of wrestling, NWA was the. The one you wanted. If you wanted to hold a heavyweight title during those territory days, it was the NWA title. You, yes, your territory's cool, but to hold the NWA title meant you got to travel the territories, which means that was your exposure. Yeah. Whereas we, they didn't have the television uh, until a little bit later. So there, it was for Steve. You have the name NWA. It was like that was there was class behind that. That was the his, There was history behind that in professional wrestling. And now a Smashing Pumpkins guy bought it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. But I got to tell you, he's not a Smashing Pumpkins guy. He is a kid who grew up watching NWA Studio Wrestling and loves it to the bone Yeah, so a, much he's so a true that fan. It's, it's what we see, and I, I love it, man. Yeah. It's so, so good.
1: It's it's really cool. I mentioned a few months ago, I have a guy who I once traveled with. His name is uh, D-Man Daniel Parker, and he's uh, I think he does commentary on the show. He was doing some wrestling. Uh, he's a big part of it, and he's like, He's very happy. Uh, he, he loves being a part of it. You know, they say that they he take good care of him, and those guys get to wrestle independently as yeah. they as they please yeah. do. You know, they do their tapings, and oh, if you want to go wrestle booking, wherever, bam, go ahead. Go do it. And that's so convenient. If you want time off, you have that luxury too. Yeah. And that's how it's. That's how pro wrestling has changed for the better, and AEW and NW- nwa power both things that are also on my pros list for yeah. 2019 uh help change the game because no longer do you have to work these like slave hours right. to to make a, a dime or, or be a big name guy uh it's it's changed and it's like i'm envious like for for a lot of these guys i am truly envious that they get to have that luxury as pro wrestlers you know what i mean that it, it, that's great yeah. You don't have to, you know, go away long weekends at a time. It's like such a good feeling. And it, they actually don't have to work like real jobs on top of their pro wrestling career. Yep.
0: It's, it's, oh, it's so important. It is really cool. And, and AEW on the other side of it, changing the game in regards with, you know, uh, making sure insurance is available and all those kinds of things. <sighs> so important. Making sure medical is covered, that kind of stuff. It's real. That's, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where 2020 goes in, in, in this. Um, but let me, so let's move on to something else. This one of the other things that I had was kind was was for me was a pro, but then it also was a con of 2019. Uh, in 2019, we saw the return of Bray Wyatt, yes, as the Fiend, as this kind of broken character, this weird Mister Rogers, right? And it was awesome at first. It was kind of cool. The Fiend comes out like it all. It was amazing until Hell in a Cell, and then just the, <laughs> everybody was just like, "What is going?" on? oh what is happening right like this is did, you know why because i think everyone and we do it every time we went back to it we went back like okay they're not going to screw us this time they're actually going to give us something we like that's me using yeah. a fishing a fishing pole <laughs> yeah uh they're not going to do it to us right vince is not going to screw this up this is probably one of the better characters they've had since mcfoley's mankind <laughs> um and then that happened, and that was what stopped. That's when I was like, I can't do this anymore. I gotta walk away from the E for a while, I and I haven't watched since. I haven't either. You know, so
1: obviously, you know, me being a football guy, Monday is football priority, and I'll flip it on during a commercial for games. Yeah. Really bad, but I just <laughs> I haven't like. I'm like, oh, I'll go to bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> game's bad, I'll
1: sleep. I'm that's, not gonna watch the rest of the game. That's bad, or I'll watch this crappy blog game between two winless oh, teams. Man. Uh, But that's been the M.O. and it's it's
0: it stinks. It's you know, it's it is what it is. Yeah, because you can lump a lot of that into what was bad about 2019 was a lot of what the E was doing. Like like the whole uh, Lashley Lana thing, man. That's what I saw. That's one of my big, big bad things. Oh, good. Let's get (laughs) into it, man, because let me ask you this. It's it's always hard to tell. Right. Because of the world of wrestling. Um they will swear blue in the face that something's a shoot, and you find out years and years and years and years later it was a work. Um but it wasn't Rusev and Lana shoot married? Weren't they legit married? They still are. What? I can't do this. This is I, I can't I be okay with this. That's
1: what drives me nuts. And no. And, and maybe that as we, far as I know, they're legitly. That's married. what I thought. Okay. And Because I just got
0: officially married, like, last year. Like, because I know he shows up on that E! show she's on. Yeah. Uh, I've seen commercials where he's on it, right? And so is this playing out on the E! show, like, as part of the drama for the show, too? It might be. You know what I mean? And then those people got to think who watched that show got to be like, (laughs) well, wait, which one's real? (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. They've actually done a good job because they tried this before. A couple years ago, I don't know if the you remember. Worst. They tried it a couple years ago, done but done it a bunch, dude. And it, it legit with, like, it's not like just with other people. It was just straight up with Rusev and Lana. Oh, and they them. did they did a separation angle, and then they posted that they recently got married or went on a trip. But you haven't seen any of those posts. <laughs> yeah, they're probably like Rusev. You're not allowed to have your Twitter account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not a lot. You guys aren't allowed to blow this, but. Uh, not a fan of this storyline. I
0: saw that they're getting married now, and I was like, "Oh God!" Was what? it this
1: week or is it uh, this Monday? I'm not sure. To I think be it honest. might be this Monday. Yeah, uh, this was to get married. I'm like, "Oh my God!" Do boy. you watch it? <laughs> I don't know. Let's, it's like there's watching no a more train Monday wreck, night. Right? There's no more Monday night football. Yeah, it's like watching a but, train wreck. Oh, it's such a train wreck. It's, Do a few shots and watch it. <sighs> I might have to. Oh, or I God. might call a late night at the office and just stay here and just do a bunch of stuff. I <laughs> There you go. I just I don't know what to think, uh, you know, why people think this is good. They've done a good job of kind of phasing out the... But you look on social media, and I get it. There's a lot of trolls and stuff, but nobody's buying this storyline, this divorce storyline. People think it's goofy. Yeah. Uh, you know, some people, there are some people who crap on things and they continue to tune in, like... WWE's garbage. I'm gonna cancel the network, but no, I'm not. Yeah, you know that sort of mentality, and they will. They do that for Rusev and Lana. I, I don't know. I just, I see it. I'm like, why? Yeah, like this hasn't made me like Bobby Lashley at all. Maybe some of the listeners disagree. Maybe they think this is one of the best storylines around. Has it been going on for a while? Yeah, it's been probably. Four months at this point, maybe a little bit longer than that. Way too long. Four months, they're getting married. That's realistic. (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) Too long, dude.
1: It is. And it's just, why? Just why? Yeah.
0: Just stop. Just stop. It feels like that's what a, a lot of the East creative should be. Just stop. Just, just stop. <laughs> just don't. Do you know, it. there's. I mean, look, on the other hand, you know, we were talking about why AEW and and uh, NWA power w- was so good for it for the sport is because it was it was also spurned on this whole the Wednesday night war, you know. So the 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 smart move and uh, the WWE made was to bring NXT to USA and to put it up against Wednesday night Dynamite, very and, smart, and to make them an on par show where. Stars could crisscross, and it wasn't that they were the under show anymore. Do you know what I mean? That that was very very important. Uh, WWE knew that a- AEW had a cult following. It wasn't
1: yeah. like Global Force Wrestling, like Jeff Jarrett tried to do a couple years ago. It wasn't like Impact. Right. They knew that people were kind of sick of what they're doing. They acknowledged it, and they you know they're like smart. We're going to counteract it. Did it take away from the network at all? No, I did. I mean, that's it, another big thing, too, because it was a network exclusive yeah. weekly event because uh, the network still has such great content, but they brought it to the forefront uh, for everybody to view, and it's been doing well. Uh, yeah. You know, I think they beat.
0: Past couple of weeks, they evened weeks. And beat This AEW. week, they
1: flat out beat because AEW didn't do a Christmas show, which, oh, you that know, it was? Yeah. which is, you know, an awesome, you know, thing for those wrestlers yeah. there. Uh Yes, that Brian Alvarez on Twitter he posted, eight or uh, NXT eight eight hundred and seventy five whatever, and then AEW zero. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I appreciate the fact that they gave those guys Christmas off yeah. more than anything. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, I, and I like it too because NXT. I mean NXT for me has kind of died, even though the wrestling is still great they don't have that those same lineups that you did no, 5 years no. ago when it got really hot with like yeah. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, uh Tyler Breeze was a big fixture back then and 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 so many more that that's when NXT was was great then you bring it to public television you know public television and you know this is a good chance to build some new stars Yeah. it really is and they
0: and some of the ones that were already exploding uh you know, amongst the people who knew, who didn't just kind of come across a channel because he had the network. Yeah. Uh, you know, guys like the uh, Undisputed Era, yeah. Alistair Black, uh, before he went to the main, you know, main stage. These guys, Gargano and, and Ciampa, Ciampa, yeah. Um, you know. It, it now it is. It's given them this this kind of shine where people who can come across it, like you said, now it's going to help them. But it, this is the equivalent of traveling the territory days and getting your name out there. And you know it is. It's it's it was one of the better parts of 2019's uh, decision making by WWE to put this out there. Um, and they didn't do too much with the creative direction. They have a lot of the same creative working on it. It's still it's holding fire. You know. Um, they just brought Balor over and had him go heel, which was phenomenal. Everyone went apeshit. They were waiting for it, man. Everyone wanted Bullet Club Balor. They wanted that kind of, you know, no nonsense kind of slice your throat heel. Yeah, and they got him. They brought him out, and so yeah. They, they, I mean, to,
1: the the life that it put back into Finn Balor. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a great point that you just brought up there. What has Balor been doing? Nothing. Over the last couple exactly. Of years,
0: exactly. Except bringing out Demon once in a while, nothing. Once in a while, he had
1: a cool Intercontinental title reign, I think. Yeah, a very brief Universal Championship yeah. reign. Other than that, like they didn't really put much into him. They gave him like this awful storyline with Baron Corbin. Yep. And yeah, and now yeah, you put just brand new life into him at NXT, and it's good to see because we all know how talented Balor is. If you give him the right time to shine, and yeah, he's an absolute <laughs> star there.
0: Absolute star. Yeah, he's doing great. So that is one of the, the, the shining moments that the E had in 2019. Um, NWA Power was looking good. And uh, then they also brought one of the darker moments of 2019 because <laughs> they decided to bring on to commentary a man which, like, come on. Really, Did what did you think you were getting when you signed Jim Cornette, man? <laughs> what do you think you're getting? Do you know what I mean? They knew what they were doing. <sighs> they knew what they were
1: doing. They, they understood. Was. It, it was part of it because Jim Cornette has that like mouthy, yeah. like MJF kind of appeal, but yeah. he's not like. But he also had the he, tie he to the old school studio he, wrestling. He, that does help. That so does there help. was that. There it, was
0: the voice. It sounded like you were listening to Southern yeah. studio wrestling. And you know, he like I said, he did have. He does
1: have a cult following. Yeah. Whether you pre, you know whether you agree with his, his you know his stances on a lot of things or not, he does have a big following. I I like Jim Cornette the. Historian. The historian, yes, he has so much knowledge, and a lot of you know there are some things that people crap on him for that uh, about today's wrestling. That you know, I I may agree with it to a certain extent about his point. I think there's a big outrage, you know, everybody likes to be outraged about him things he yeah. says, but he does. He has put his own foot in his mouth <laughs> yeah. many a time. Yeah, yeah,
0: uh, you know, it, <laughs> and and. He did this year. yeah. Oh, big time. Televised. Big time. Uh, good Lord. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> good Lord. It was so but bad. But here's the thing. This is the thing that got me, too, was NWA Power is recorded. It's not live when it, you watch it. So when they played it live, they knew it was there. Yeah. You know, it wasn't until the 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 Somebody said of, it was a smear campaign. It wasn't until, them. yeah, it wasn't until the, the response on Twitter immediately uh, that it was taken down and then reposted with that part edited out yeah um but it was quick dude every once once it's on twitter man it's it's over literally like a a lit match in a (laughs) you know a wooden barn man
1: yeah he uh yeah it wasn't very good could it have been edited out it could have been yeah if they really wanted to keep him around but a lot of people think it was like a smear campaign it's a buddy you know he he did say it though so it's like you can't say that. And not this. the
0: only time, too, somebody found an old-school 90s or late 80s match. Oh, where yeah, he yeah, said the, exa- the or exactly something like that. exact yep. same phrase, just the phrasing that he was used to saying yeah. as part of a, a, a caller commentating. Unfortunately... Uh, in 2019, that doesn't work anymore. No, not quite, not quite, and yeah. So he's, and we all uh, seen the result of that. So now he's unemployed again. Yeah. So that was kind of uh, <sighs> one of the lower lower points in wrestling in 2019. You don't want to see stuff like that. No. Um, no. But not it at at seemed all. like there was a thread of all these kinds of things happening throughout the world of wrestling in in this year. Like uh, what was the, what was the one with um, I forget his name now. For NXT, and he was doing he was something about the T-shirt. It was he was saying it was a racist oh, T-shirt. Oh He actually quit wrestling. Yeah, he quit, and no, I think he's wrestling on a, on a different. Uh, no,
1: he said he retired. Oh, really? He put on Twitter good. a couple weeks ago that he retired.
0: um oh. I think his name used to be ACH or something like something that. like that. So there, there's that thing. Um, that was there, bad. Isn't there something going on with Kelly Klein and Impact? I've seen something about that. Oof, That's kind of rough, too. I guess that, that they were trying to force her to wrestle through concussion or didn't care or yeah. something
1: like that. And it's not a good look as Impact is one that's been, you know, actually been putting on good shows, but they just don't have the following like they used to. Yeah. You know, that promotion has changed
0: so much since, you know, in this decade. Yeah. At the very least. Um, so there are these little kind of uh, like little threads of, of negative of reality. It's yeah. real. There you go. It's yeah. real. And that's the worst part of it. Uh, I did want to highlight. I did
1: have at least one, one more. It's kind of a pro and con to wrestling. Mostly a pro, but the way it ended was a con. I'm. I wanted to spotlight Kofi Kingston's 2019. Oh yeah. Uh, I think that's super important. That was very important because Kofi. That was a milestone for, uh, you know, a culture and you know just for Kofi to do what he did. You know, that was one of the most. It was the most feel like best feel good stories I've had in a long time yeah. since probably since Daniel Bryan's, and it came out of story. nowhere because he it?
0: replaced he who was it who was hurt? Oh, it was uh, Ricochet. No, 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 Ali, Ali, he
1: was yeah he, he filled in for his concussion and Kofi and then, just took and skyrocketed and the fans got behind him like super super organic. I'm not sure what the you know exact plan was. Heading into WrestleMania, but I can guarantee that Kofi was not in the plans originally. No, for a singles all. run, and he had a he had a great he had a pretty good run. Um, and the the con is the way that that it, that it ended, and it was oh. very unfortunate. You know the the way that it went about. It was legit a squash match on that oh. uh, for Brock Lesnar to put, win the title again.
0: It was garbage, dude. And
1: it? then they just <sighs> pretended like Kofi was never champion. He came back the next week and he uh, never got a
0: rematch or I'm surprised anything. he didn't come back with a Jamaican accent you know what I mean because <laughs> it felt like it was it was this thing of like the people spoke and they listened and it was cool it was like alright so they do they do understand that you have to give the fans what they want and so they got it but then it was almost like Vince was like alright that's it wasn't someone posted me in the plans I'm done with this it's over yeah. with uh, Brock I want you to just take <laughs> you know what I mean like I, I'm over it. it that seems to be how it goes
1: a lot Yeah, <sighs> you, you see these guys who get over with the fans organically and not, like, pushed by the machine. And nine times out of ten, they get dumped on within months. Look at Zack Ryder. Remember Zack Ryder's run yeah. from, like, yeah. 2011? Big U.S. title run. He's, get, he's catching fire with his own personal YouTube show. He gets a push, wins the U.S. title. Month later, just jobbed out. <laughs> they f- they faked an injury. Kane pushed him off a of stage. His girl left him for John Cena. In storyline, it was just so bad. I'm like, that was great. Like, it was such a good feeling when you know he had that run. Uh, CM Punk, they tried to squash it, but they just couldn't deny it anymore. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan was one, you know, that they tried to squash as best as they could, and it just. Wasn't happening. No, that's Uh why
0: that win was. Oh, it was very. That's one of those most memorable kind of mania wins. These moments, right? Where it's it's all those pieces that make wrestling magical. It all fell into place at once. Yeah, and you can't squash it. You can. You're not going to stop it. And that's why they didn't. They couldn't stop the Kofi one. But it got. It it seemed like it just Vince was just kind of annoyed that it went this long. Now it was like, all right, let's just end it, it, and they'll forget about it. Exactly.
1: We didn't forget. No, nope. no, we did it. Never forget. I was,
0: uh, yeah, I was
1: pretty astounded that they were just. Now nah, that's it. We had this great moment, and the way it's gonna end, like at least make Kofi look good on the way out. Give yeah. him a fighting chance. He's your champion. You almost discredit your title when you do things like that. But yeah. th- that's why that's on the bad spectrum as well as the good spectrum. But it was more good than bad. Because yeah. I- Like, WrestleMania this year, I mean, I wasn't, like, there wasn't a whole lot of matches, and I was like, man, I need to see this, but that Triple Threat Women's match that main evented as well, I mean, that's a good thing for WrestleMania, too, Um, as well as, you know, this Kofi storyline where I'm like, this is good, this is worth it, this is a good moment. Cause I think I was over at your place for Elimination Chamber yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. And we watched, and we legit thought Kofi was gonna win. Like yeah. I've never been worked so hard in my life. <laughs> yeah, dude, we that, did. The way that they did, <laughs> I was totally like, we did. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, is Kofi gonna do it at Elimination Chamber? Yeah. And they they canceled, it and they, you know, it didn't happen, of course, which was smart. But uh, he created probably one they of the best us. WrestleMania. Yeah, they did. They and that's had us. Uh, that's how good they are. Um, uh, that's how you create good storylines and great WrestleMania moments. That's probably one of the best. Easily one of the best moments of this decade, but probably a WrestleMania moment that's going to live forever.
0: Yeah. And then you touched on something that was another good part of 2019 was the ladies, uh, literally took over the year. Yeah. You know, they were going strong last year and pushing and pushing, but this year they took over. You know, there was the, the fiery rise of, of Becky Lynch at the end of last year, the beginning of this year. There was, um, you know, women's tag titles were created this year. Women's tag titles were created this year. AEW brought on more ladies and just exposed us to other styles of wrestling. Uh, it was a great year for ladies in wrestling. Um, that's definitely uh, definitely one of them. That's as yeah.
1: well. Yeah, I had. I, I mean, I obviously we had to mention that because it, it it shows a change in the culture. You know, you still get these dinosaurs that think that women don't belong in main events and pro wrestling stuff. And 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 granted, I'm not gonna like. There are some women wrestlers who are just terrible wrestlers. Yeah. yeah. But there are some of the best wrestlers in the world Ooh. are women as well. Yeah, they are, and they have such a presentation about them. And if that Becky Lynch. Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair main event of WrestleMania didn't prove that. Yeah, you know you've you're kind of missing out. And you see it all over. There, there, a lot of indie promotions are kind of going for that approach now. Uh, ESW did their first women's main event, yeah. and it was Allie and uh, was it, uh, Victoria. Yep, Th- she came in and it was a great match. It was a great way to end it, and it just goes to show that you can you know it doesn't matter what's between your legs as as long as you can perform i mean seriously as yeah, long as yeah. you can perform it and you're you're good and captivating and over you are you can
0: be yeah. that main event Yeah it's about performing and, and being and, and having and having something that the people can latch on to and believe in or or just believe uh Shayna Baszler Yeah dude Shayna Baszler ever since she came on the scene has been a beast and has gotten better and better and better every time out has made this char- this heel character so realistic. Uh, did you see a, a few matches ago? I saw this on Twitter um, where she was in the ring with, uh, what's her name? Um, LeRae, Candice LeRae. Okay. Had just beaten her, right? Was leaving the ring, and there was a girl in the crowd um, who was yelling at her. This young girl saying she didn't deserve the title. And Baszler looked at her and goes, you don't think I deserve this? And the little girl goes, no. And she goes, she goes. She looks back at LeRae, Looks back at the girl and goes, "You did this." Walked into the into the uh, back into the ring and just choked out <laughs> Candice. Like, and the whole time she's choking, her stares the little girl down while she's doing it. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying, dude? Like, that right there shows you you have a heart for this business. Like, you want to make the people feel something. that kid is never going to forget that. Never. Getting stared down, watching her favorite wrestler, getting getting choked out. out. (laughs) You know what I mean, dude? And that little girl was probably like horrified, on the verge of tears. But this, the fact that Baszler can pull that off, these ladies, man, it's like you said, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. It's about being a performer and, and a great athlete. And, a lot of them have it, and this yeah. was their year to shine. I'm just glad that they phased
1: out those divas. Yeah. Oh, the God. Bella twins who yeah. can't wrestle. Uh, the, was was
0: the. I so that was a plus yeah. of the years. They retired. <laughs> they did. The twin, the Bella twins, the twins retired they after that that botch comeback. And, oh, and God. what did they, they, remember they kicked, uh, Liv Morgan in the head and not gave her a concussion? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was horrible. It was that, uh, yeah, I think John Cena destroyed Nikki Bella.
1: It <laughs> was just done. like they her just life. They just couldn't do it anymore. He just destroyed her life. They just oh, couldn't do it. What's that?
0: John Cena's not vouching for us anymore. We can't wrestle. <laughs> uh yeah. So uh that was a that was a high point that they uh <laughs> they retired. Another high point was um for me, um, which I would also is, would argue is uh up there for match of the year was the Cody Rhodes-Dustin Rhodes match. That was a great match. And it just showed, like, Dustin's comeback after his surgeries and his, him leaving the E and his first kind of, like, this is what he's doing now, this yeah. new character. And They spotlighted uh, him, and it was a beautiful, beautiful moment. The story was amazing. Amazing story. Just but, real emotion
1: because they brought forth a lot, a, a lot of real feelings. Cody and yeah. Dustin did not have a... Solid relationship no. growing up. Mm-hmm. Cody watched him on TV and pretty much never met his I mean, he, I'm sure he met him a few times, but he wasn't close. There's was a big age gap between the two of them, and yeah. it was cool to see that them really come together. You know, on this main, you know,
0: on this big stage, on this, yeah. uh, literally everybody's watching. And that promo Cody cut before that match that oh that to lead up was probably one of the best of the year as well. Yeah, like that match to me, if you ask me, was match of the year... I mean, there's great matches. Let's not say there weren't, but that had it all plus the heart plus the history. I mean, the story everything. sucked you right in. Dude, sure, if
1: you see you hear Cody and Dustin are going at it, you're like, yeah, okay, I'm intrigued. You hear the promos that the went into it, you know, between Goldust like locking yeah. away or Dustin yeah. locking away his Goldust character and the the Cody promos and stuff. Like okay, I I really need to watch this. Yeah. It was one of the best Dustin Rhodes matches I have ever seen in my life, and he is such a talented performer. But I've always known him to be yeah. Goldust, who never got that chance to be anything more than you know a really gimmick. He had you know some early pushes in his career, but in WF, but yeah. you know I just I never knew he could do it. I believed in it. Had, I believe that he could pull off you know what he pulled off in that match against Cody, but. I had never seen it
0: firsthand. No. And then at the end, when they were hugging, covered in blood, and the entire place chanting Dusty. Come on, man. Come and crying, on. crying. It brought tears to my eyes. It was amazing. Uh, but for me, that was probably one of the greater moments, too, was seeing that. Seeing those, seeing Dustin back in the, on stage doing his thing. And then and, and looking great, too. He was doing stuff where you're like, man... You know, you're older now, dude. Like you shouldn't be moving that fast and doing those things. But he was doing it was uh it was awesome. That was one of the good things too. No,
1: that's that's a great moment. It, it was the 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 good outweighed the bad. Yeah. in pro wrestling, and you know, with with all things in life, you know, yeah, you got to experience some bad to really appreciate the good. And and pro wrestling was no different in, in 2019. I I just it's such a treat. You know, like I, I've said it on the show before, I'm not the greatest fan. You know, of a lot, you know, of pro wrestling like I used to be, but I can still appreciate the good efforts, the good moments, and twenty nineteen was you know a very hopeful year, yeah uh, for a lot of things i you know there's of course always gonna be something you wish happened differently or uh you wanna see something more of, but um like I'm I'm happy this is I mean from a wrestling fan you got to be happy right now. Oh heck yeah.
0: You got to be happy. Heck yeah. But um before we, are we almost done here? Oh we got we got some time. Oh we got some time. I was going to say well I wanted to mention I mean I don't want to bring it down but there were some notable passings yes, in the Donald world f- of wrestling. Uh mean Gene Okerlund passed this year. That's a tough one. Man, he was great. I remember just being a kid, you know, listen growing up with Hulk Hogan and Macho Man and all these like larger than life characters, there was always that guy, the who was just a normal guy. He wasn't the big burly character, but he was it, he had a character. He was a
1: yeah, yeah, yeah and he, know, was, uh, he was a he was a backstage announcer like yeah. interviewer.
0: Tell me, and, something. Those guys Tell me mean, something. and he would react <laughs> to them too, like, Oh, what are you doing? Stop that. Yeah. No, Stop that it off. off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He had some funny moments and like yeah, and Mean Gene was a tough one because, yeah, I mean, backstage announcers, they don't have personalities. But Mean Gene yeah, it's rare. did,
0: and he's he's been a part of a, some of the biggest moments in sports entertainment history. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, literally, Hulk Hogan's, one of his catchphrases, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, So a couple of couple of the legends as well. Pedro Morales passed this year. Uh, King Kong Bundy. Yeah, that's a tough one because I know how good of it. He's
1: like... He is such a like sweetheart. Tough guy in the ring, but like King Kong Bundy. Yeah. If you sit and watch him on YouTube, he's one of the most down to earth, like realist guys. He doesn't look for trouble, but uh you know, if somebody he didn't like somebody, he would he'd call him out on their stuff. That yeah. sort of thing.
0: Uh Dick Buyer. Oh yeah, the destroyer. Yes, That's sir, right. Destroyer Dick Beyer, uh local local hero. Yeah, here in Buffalo and he's a big huge in Japan huge yeah. star in Japan Yeah, monster star i watched his his retirement match in japan and the way just everybody is just crying and standing when he's leaving it's, his family comes out and everything it was it was awesome yeah i it's it's, it's really tough cool. because
1: uh you know i'm a big part of the local high school wrestling community here i do a, a show called <clears throat> section 6 wrestler cast and at the NCCC wrestling tournament every year dick Byer would always come by and he'd be wearing his mask which is the coolest thing he'd yeah. have a suit and tie And he'd have a destroyer, uh, Dick Bear, Dick the Destroyer Bear award that would go for, I forgot what the stipulation was. He'd hand it out to the kids. And it's like, I went, I went through this year. It was just last weekend. It was just so weird not having him there. Uh, you know, it was just, it was real. Just different. He's been going. He's been going to that tournament f- forever. Yeah, you
0: know, just an absolute legend. So, yeah, that was a tough loss. That was a big one uh, in the community for sure. A whole bunch of you know, a whole bunch of big names that had passed. But the last one I'm going to mention here is probably one of the greatest of all time, if you ask me. Um, which we have to cover his life at some point as a topic. Harley Race. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the dude had such a legendary career, was known as a man's man type of a guy, uh, but was also known by a lot of the guys as 100 um, percent willing to give you advice and tell you what you needed to work on. He was and what helpful. To do. Like, yeah. I
1: used to see like images and hear stories about his like camps. He used to run like a camp for the pro wrestlers, and he was just so kind. He wasn't a douchebag to like the the, the, pe- the people they're paying him money to to try and be better and he was so kind uh i have i mean I have a, a couple really enjoyable harley race stories that I love to read or hear uh the first one's a good one and that was when uh, Stu Hart was running his uh you know st- it was a stampede yeah um wrestling they were in a high school gymnasium they had a big sellout show and the ring never showed up so they pulled out high school wrestling mats and oh, they actually did the out. show on that. And Harley Race, who was a champion at the time, because he had that much respect for Stu Hart, you know, he uh, he did it anyways. You wow. know, There's no give on a pro on an amateur wrestling. Mat. No, no, it hurts. But, t-
0: yeah, it's like basically taking bumps on the outside of the ring all night. Yeah, that's it,
1: pretty much. And and he worked it. Like I know a lot of like divas who be like, Nah, I'm I'm out. But yeah. Harley Race was a true gentleman. And then the other one, uh, funny, I just said true gentleman. Him and <laughs> it was a co- convention a couple years ago, and Harley races rolling around in his motor scooter. Yeah, and Vader was being a a, a douche to to some people. And <laughs> I can Harley, imagine that. Uh, I mean, <laughs> and,
0: Leon was known as a nice guy too, but he, he could did also. Did he pass have his away moments. this year too? This year or last year? I think it was last year. It might be right. Yeah. Um, but he
1: he Harley race stood up out of his chair. Punched him and then got back in and drove away because <laughs> Vader made him that bad, and I think that, that was probably that was probably within this decade, maybe a little bit before that, but it was at you know, some convention. I thought that was the funniest thing, but um, yeah, I mean that's that's a tough one. And, and like for us, you know, you grew up more so in the eighties, not yeah. to, not to put a date on you or anything, yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, um, but you know, early nineties. So I heard of these guys. You know, my dad talking about these guys and. I mean these are the guys that they grew up with. These were the guys who set the president before. You know, a lot of the guys that I'm used to from the 90s and this and that. And uh you know, it's kind of tough when when you start to hear about those guys. Like, yeah. I mean, still Roddy Piper a couple years ago and yeah. Dusty Rhodes and these guys like these were the legends. You know, when I first started watching wrestling, these guys were on their way out or they were, you know, they were still pretty popular or these are the legends that were constantly being referred to on the shows and then you know like now that they're gone, it's like
0: Man. Yeah.
1: You know, it's tough. They eh? all those years and they didn't really get to enjoy truly enjoy retirement. So it's it's uh
0: yeah, it definitely puts things in perspective. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I hope um for what we do have, uh to bring it back up again. Yeah. Some of the best of happening in two thousand nineteen was I noticed that there was more wrestling podcasts. And not just wrestling, like guys sitting around talking about wrestling, like us, but like wrestler involved podcasts. Yeah, it's one of my
1: pros too. Arn yeah.
0: has a new show. Uh, if you've not listened to it, you have got to hear it. Arn's new Arn. show is so good. Yeah, um, talking about his stories and his thoughts and how he saw things, and it just gives you a different perspective. You know, if you're a student uh, of of this kind of of professional wrestling, you love this. Uh just to hear these stories is invaluable. Imagine if, you know, podcasts had been big maybe ten, fifteen years ago and having just Harley Race sitting down night after night or week after week and story. Or Roddy or Dusty or any of these guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's a good thing, is that the podcasts have been getting bigger, but it and feels the network, like
1: Network Network did their own too. The WWE network did their own yeah. too, which yeah. is I really like. You know, you get a lot of inside information. Uh, you know, like Corey Graves has like all these wrestlers on, you get like a um, like a legit backstage vibe from them. Yeah, uh, and they had like Stone Cold has been doing really well too. Yeah. they had yeah. Goldberg and Undertaker on in recent weeks. Jericho's and
0: going, Jericho's been going great. Jericho
1: is a great one, and it's not just <laughs> wrestling based. Yeah. but he's like he went. To, I think he went to school for writing or something. Like, he does his. He, he's really. Really good in the media, you know, yeah. As far as that goes, that's why he's been such a valuable asset. And to, it's so A-W. funny
0: to to listen to him as Le Champion, <laughs> okay, and then listen to him on the podcast where he's Chris Jericho. Oh my god! Do yeah. you know what I mean? And it's difference. this light and day, this night and day thing. It's really cool. But that's that's that for me is a plus of the year. Is that uh, it, it? Just it seems that wrestlers and wrestling as a whole has has come to the podcast form in full effect this year. Yeah. No, it's. Cool. it's
1: we all love, pot. obviously, we do them because we love them. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it it goes to show that there's you know kind of a future. Like these guys don't have to mm. beat themselves up for pro wrestling for money. You know, no. after the career, they they have legit like legit futures. Like Stone Cold does really like Stone Cold's one that does really well for himself. He has his own beer uh he's always stays relevant as his, his his podcast he's got is really well done. He's got I, a show too i'm pretty sure he did a bro- yeah
0: something on USA where he he interviews people on at his ranch uh and they just kind of do stuff. Like I saw Sal from the Impractical Jokers. Yeah. Was there and he, he was in the ring with them and showed Sal how to do a stunner. <laughs> uh and then they were just talking and stuff. But it's cool. Like like you said, he's savvy. He knows what's the best way to do and and that's what wrestlers have always known how to do, how to self-promote and make sure what's what's the most I can get out of me? My image, my talent, my voice, what I can do. What how can I squeeze every dime out of what I can do? Uh and the smart ones are are latching on to these things. Yeah. YouTube is the next like we say it's the next thing it's been around forever but look dude NWA power AEW dark uh being the elite these guys they are really understanding yep. that you can create your own product and content and put it out there and people will treat it like it's a television show and come back each week to see a new episode they're understanding this um I guarantee we're probably 2020. We'll see a lot more indie promotions do that. You're going to see a lot more where they have their own channel where it puts out weekly shows, weekly content, weekly promos, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Hopefully,
1: you see more. I know you. There was a big stink a couple years ago because YouTube changed the way that they monetized. Yeah, they weren't let, letting wrestling companies do that. But uh, I think AEW may trend set towards. Well, if you think that.
0: about it, right? Like the monetization part can can be about what you create as content because yeah. you make the money. On everything else, sure, you are not going to sell ads, but now people are buying your shirts because you have that show. Tickets They're coming to see yeah. your live shows, watching live streams, watching Patreon live stream, stuff, pay per views, yeah. Patreon. Yeah, man, I am telling you, like I feel like it's wrestling has become because of this new. It feels like this kind of renaissance this past couple years. We've been talking about like the twenty twenty. We're going to see it, them manipulate the media the way they should. Good,
1: I, I really hope so. I think pro wrestling needs it. Um, I really, really, to stay relevant, to stay afloat, you know, everything else is just ever changing. It's like, you know, like Bruce Lee said about water. It's, yeah. You know, it's ever changing and, and you have to be to stay relevant. You can't be a dinosaur like, like WWE and expect to hold fan interest for forever, you know, right. as, like you want. You have to change with the times. And, uh, and yeah, that is why, you know, so many of these new places are popping up and doing so well. But, but yeah. Think, 2019 not, man 2019 one heck of a year heck yeah uh you know for our listeners uh, you know i hope 2020 whatever you know whatever 2019 was had in store for you we hope 2020 is much much better we know us at the network are looking forward to our futures you know us as pro wrestling fans are looking forward to the future of that and uh yeah make 2020 your year
0: heck yeah man big yeah. big things coming from the network in the new year I big sure. things coming from the kayfabe we got some merchandise coming out in the new yeah. year here soon. Some uh, upcoming sponsorship news to, to to break in the new year. There's a lot of fun things coming for Harley Kayfabe, so keep your ears out and look for us on the indie scene. I can't wait. I yeah, can't wait. Yeah. All right. I think uh, I think I'm ready to tap. I'm all done, man. We can take it home. One, two.